Well, welcome to A Coach's Perspective. I'm Jenny Hopkins, and I am your host for this show, and I'm excited because, I mean, the, the panel I have today, whoa, look out. How is how is the roof even on this building right now? These ladies are going to be a lot of fun. So we are going to, to get to our show here in just a moment, but this is a sports panel for moms tonight, and I would not be a good mother if I didn't take a moment right at the top of the show to tell my own daughter happy birthday today. <laughs> Happy birthday to my daughter, Haley Jo Hopkins. Uh, she is actually living abroad, um, so we're, so I wasn't able to be with her. But you know, with the time difference, I've been able to FaceTime her uh, some today. But happy birthday! Uh, she made me a mama, and I'm just uh, I'm thrilled to be able to wish her a happy birthday on the other side of the planet. Um, so thank you so much for that um, personal indulgence. And I will also say that another. Personal indulgence is my co-host tonight. I want to introduce some. Um, I mean, I'm having a Mother's Day special, right? Sports mama. Well, what kind of daughter would I be if I didn't have my own mother on? So Joe Bell Hopper is here. She had no choice. Thank you. It's <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> um, recent induction to the Hall of Fame at Missouri State University Athletics Hall of Fame. Congratulations on that. Well, thank yes. you. I'm still just uh, basking in that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, we're very excited to have you here, and we'll introduce our guests here in just a moment. But Great Southern Bank is our presenting sponsor. We want to show some gratitude to them. They're serious about convenience. With nearly 100 banking centers in six states, hundreds of ATMs and mobile and online banking services, you're always in touch with your money. Learn more at greatsouthernbank.com, member FDIC. And besides Great Southern Bank being our presenting sponsor, uh, we also have some hand-picked sponsors throughout the show. Highland Dairy, Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance, Bill Grant Ford and Bolivar, Story Construction, West Logging, Greg and Melinda Burnett, and Springfield Yard Cards. So let me get to, I want to recap last week real quick. I don't know what you were doing. If you didn't hear the show, I don't know what you were doing, but I'm giving you another chance. I'm giving you a second chance. You can go to iTunes. You can go to Spotify, Verbal, Helium Satellite Radio. We had Jim Middleton here, Mike Percival here, and Brent Kell, and it was a Hall of Fame uh, coaches panel, and we played out of the hat. We drew different subjects out of the hat, talked about them. It was a great show. I appreciate those guys being here. So you can listen to that also at a coachesperspective.com. All right. So tonight, what is Sunday, everyone? Say it out loud with me. What is Sunday? Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Mother's Day. <laughs> so we're having a sports mama panel. And I'm very excited to have my mom here, Joe Hopper, co hosting. Also on the show, on the panel tonight, we have Kyra Dorch, and she's no stranger to the show. She's been on a few times. Um, the best part about her resume, she played basketball for me. We just calculated it, and it was 20 years ago. Oh, my goodness. You. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but she is a mother of two daughters, and we're going to talk with her a little bit. She was a Division One athlete at University of Arkansas playing volleyball, Then she was a college coach most recently at Southwest Baptist University. She works for Apex Volleyball. She works for the Art of Coaching and travels around doing clinics all over the country. Um, very involved in sports. And she's also, but tonight, she's representing those mamas in sports. Welcome, Kyra. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to have you here. And before I introduce my next guest, I want to tell Joe Bell and, and Kyra, thanks for being a part of Champs. We just wrapped up Season 5, and our Champs mentoring program went uh, really well. Um, we had a, a tremendous season, and I just want to thank you both for being a part of that and mentoring some of our seniors in high school in the area. Thank you. It was a privilege. Really enjoyed oh, it. Oh, it's very, very much a privilege. It's a very worthwhile uh, organization. Right. Like I gave you a choice to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been wonderful to have you all a part of it. 
and, and a future Champs mentor, because I will talk with her about this and get this rolling. I just put her on the spot, but I'm very excited to have in the studio. I've wanted to have her on my show for a long time because I've watched her as a sports mom, and she's good. She's good at it. She has it figured out, whether she thinks so or not. And I'm really excited to have on the show. She's got four children. Um, she has she has um, one that's graduating from college uh, this weekend. Congratulations on that. Thank you. And then three others, one playing Division One basketball, and then one's in middle school and one's in elementary, all into sports. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Amy Penninger. Thank you so much. Glad to have you here. So I'm going to start with this. We have several questions. I hope that we get to a lot of them because I, I want to pick – your brains. I'm also a sports mama, that's for sure. Haley and Hayden, my, my kids played sports. Um, but we, we want to talk a little bit about that mentality and how we can support our kids um, as sports moms. And then really, if you're a guy out there listening, this is sports parenting. This isn't just for mamas, all right? But it is close to Mother's Day, so that's one of the reasons that we've got our panel of mamas. But this is sports parenting. Um, so I'm going to start. I'm going to start with Joe Bell and ask you. You know, sports were a big part of our family growing up. Um, we we all played um, multi-sport athletes. All three of your children. Um, what was it like to have athletics be such a huge part of your family growing up? Well, it was very interesting. Um, each child is different, even in the same sport. You know, they play different. They play different positions. They. Um, uh, react different to different situations. And I think sports teaches kids so many things about life in general. And I think uh, one of the advantages, I think, of participating in sports is that learning to get along, learning to depend on others, learning to be in society. I mean, athletics is a small society. And so it has many, many advantages. I think I agree with that, and I think it's important, too, and I think it's a bonding experience um, for a child to be able to see your, their parents in the stands, showing that level of support, um, being able to, you know, being able to watch your child and be, I mean, it's a bonding experience, and I think that's something that kind of helped um, our family as well. One mother's, I, well, I learned to be more organized with all my kids in sports because that was one of the biggest problems, you know. What are you going to have for dinner when you get home and everyone's starved to death and you don't want to throw a peanut butter sandwich because you'd thrown that at their lunch. And so you wanted to have something a little more nutritious. So it helped me be a little more organized that because I think it is important for families to still eat dinner together when possible. And when you have games and, and different children, you're going to have games different nights. And so it, it's not easy, but get organized. Right. Well, and kudos to you. We always had a hot meal at night. It might have been 9 o'clock at night, but we sat down and we ate together, and I think that's something that, that we all remember and appreciate. Um, you know, Amy, you're an, you know, you're an athlete yourself. You're an avid runner. Um, you love to run. You love to exercise. You love to be fit. I think that you look at sports not just as competition. You're very competitive. But I also think you also look at sports for the fitness component and the health component of it. Um, what is it that you want your children to get out of sports? Well, we wanted all of our children just to have the opportunity to try lots of different sports. and um, But also, they've also always seen my husband, Tad, and I always just be active, whatever we're doing, you know, running, shooting hoops, my husband, golf, tennis, you name it, bowling. Um, and so we always encourage them to try, um, if they want to play soccer, try soccer, basketball, basketball, golf. And so 
they see how we make that a part of our daily life or, or most days, I guess. And we talk about the benefits, you know, and then we're able to also go run around with them and it helps us keep up with them. And I, I think that's also important. So um, just I think that they see how much just the health aspects of it and it brings our mood up and see all what they see all the benefits with it too and so we hope that they can also do that not just for competing purposes it's it's good role modeling mm -hmm. to be able to be fit um and to be able to to value exercise mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think that's important mm -hmm. you don't have to be at the competitive level no. of, of of your children of course Nobody's not saying no. that. No. Mm -mm. but but be able to be um you know see that health component i think mm -hmm. that's really important um kyra i want to ask you this I, i've always you know been curious about your your mentality um I mean, you played for me, so I know you were my point guard. So she was the quarterback of our, our team, and um, she always had a great mentality. I never saw her get rattled. Um, she always was, um, you know, just cool as a cucumber, as my mom would always used to say. Um, but you were a Division One athlete at a major SEC school, I mean, University of Arkansas, all right? And then you go and you, you coach at a collegiate um, level. Um, and, and as a head coach, you know, you're recruiting players and you're trying to motivate players and you're doing all these things. And then you right now are a sports mom for two youth athletes. How does your mentality, have you um, helped, how have you shifted your mentality a little bit as a sports mom? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know how much it's shifted. I think sometimes that's just ingrained into you and you're born a certain way. And there's a reason I don't compete often now um, <laughs> because it, usually doesn't bring out the best in me anymore. So don't um, play board games with Kyra. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, but I, you know, I think it, I, first of all, I have to remember that my kids aren't me, right? Like that's the number one rule. Like my kids aren't me. Um, they are going to be way better humans um, than I ever was. And they have different interests and they value um, athletics and their teams in a different way. Um, you know, they're 11 and 5. So we're not far into this right now. Um, but right now, you know, it's my friends are playing. Um, and so remembering that they're not me. We don't think alike. Um, that's the number one rule for me. But also, I think it's not about shifting my mentality as much as it is that that part of my life helps me. Um, it really helped me remember that um, – I didn't do anything extraordinary at 11 um, to make me into a Division One athlete or whatever. I was playing with my friends. I was enjoying the game, and I was learning um, how to work with other people. And so I think it's helped me more than really needing to shift my mentality, um, right. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. See, you see why I brought these people in? That's good. Yeah, they know what they're yeah. talking about, for sure. And I, I want to talk a little bit about that reasoning. When we get back, we're going to take our first break about playing with friends um, and the motivation of why they even get into athletics to begin with um, and, and how we can keep them there. How can we retain them? So we're going to talk a little bit about that when we come back, and we'll take our first break. And I want to thank Great Southern Bank again for being our presenting sponsor. Um, we've, we've got Amy Pinnaker here. We've got Kyra Dorch. We've got Joe Bell Hopper. And we are talking to these uh, sport mamas on a coach's perspective. We'll be right back.
Hopkins Perspective. I'm Jenny Hopkins. I have Joe Bell Hopper, Kyra Dorch, and Amy Pinnaker here. And this segment is sponsored by Highland Dairy. Highland Dairy is owned by dairy farmers, and they've been providing a great selection of nutritious dairy products since 1938. It's a proven fact. Scientific studies, professional dietitians, they all agree. The ideal sports beverage recovery drink available to athletes after a workout is chocolate milk. And, of course, we all know Highland Dairy has the best-tasting chocolate, and they're a proud sponsor of a coach's perspective. And I honestly, you know, you all are involved in sports activities. Do you ever go to an event where you don't see Highland Dairy having a hand in it? It's mm-hmm. amazing to me how involved they are. So oh, they are everywhere. Pretty fantastic. And thanks for sponsoring a coach's perspective. All right, so let, let's talk a little bit about what we were discussing before we took our break, um, the motivation to get people, get children into sports you know um, Kyra had mentioned you know that your daughters do oh my friends are playing so I'm gonna go play Um, you know and and Amy were talking about role modeling you know different sports and whatever they choose trying to support that and letting them try so many different things I remember my mom and dad we didn't we weren't allowed to play um, organized sports till we were in fourth grade get out in the driveway learn the fundamentals you could go to fundamental camps Um, times are a little different now of course to validate that but it was, uh, we were never burned out. We always had a little um, beast in the basement, if you will, Rocky Balboa saying. But that is something I think is a, is a key. So what do you think is, is important to not only get youth athletes involved in sports, but be able to keep them involved and not get burned out? I'll start with Kyra. Yeah, well, I mean, again, I think it is, for most young kids, it's about um, the social aspect. It's about meeting people. It's about feeling welcome. It's about feeling like you're part of something. I mean, I don't know if that just goes for kids. It probably goes for all of us, right? So, um, you know, when they, you can tell that that's a big motivation when they get their jersey and they all of a sudden (laughs) have a jersey that looks like somebody else and they feel like, oh, this is my, these are my people. And um, so figuring out how to get them in a place where they can build some relationships, um, you know, camps multi-day camps or things like that are great but even for those little teams that have a six-week season um, it's amazing how many times my kids will come home and be like when will I see them again right Um, and so I think that's a huge part of the motivation of them playing and and if we're not doing it to learn how to be servants to other people and learn how to connect and relate then why why are we doing it at all so Mm -hmm. I think they have it right I think so, too. And I want to talk a little bit with Amy about a program that she has been running um, over at Greenwood. And a lot of schools have this program. It's called Girls on the Run. And and you've been, um, you know, you you, you came to, you know, us a few years ago and said, I want to start this Girls on the Run program, which my daughter was a part of several years ago. And it kind of went away. And then you brought it back. And it teaches um, sports and fitness and life lessons all rolled up into one. Um, how do you think a programs like that, youth programs like that, can help in, instill a love of sports? Well, I think it's good. Well, one, you know, we do work with young women ages are grades through three through five, and we are empowering them. The goal is to complete the session of 10 weeks and then do a 5K, but it really is more than the exercise. But we do these um you know, the socialization, meeting friends, so they feel a part of something, all of that. And then also they're getting the exercise. Some of them will say, when's the next 5K? So now we've got a little bit of an interest. And so there's a little bit of a buy-in. And then that encouragement also of learning to listen to a different coach. You know, we had four different coaches volunteer, and we all have different styles. And I think it's also important for the kids to learn 
to take direction from others besides their family and um, maybe learn something new about that sport. But um, so I think it brings a, a, a lot um, to the kids and exposes them not only to the sport, but um, the lessons that they learn from that to help them down the road in life. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think you've got to make those connections. And if you can make those connections early, that's going to help with retention. If you can see, it's not about just going out and running. It is, there's so much more to it. It's about, you know, the toughness, the mental toughness, you know, when you get tired. And, and it's about that social aspect of encouraging each other and lifting them along that path and that, and that 5K run. Um, that, that, to me, can be an invaluable um, lesson that's mm-hmm. instilled early. For sure. And that's going to, okay, well, I'm going to ask Joe Bell, you know, one of the things that we've been talking a little bit about the rewards, let's talk a little bit about the challenges of watching your kids participate in sports because we know they're out there. Um, and, and one of the hardest parts for parents out there is to watch their children fail. And so that is one thing I think is really um, something that is important to let them fail, to be able to encourage them to fail forward. Um, tell me a little bit about um, what it was like when, when your sons would fail, because I know your daughter didn't give you that much experience in that area. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I gave you lots of experience in that. But, but you know, when you watch your kids fail or uh, make mistakes, you know, how, how did you handle that? That's, you know, I'm so glad you brought that up, because I think one of the most difficult things about being a sports parent is that ride home after they have just really blown everything, you know, and have done nothing right, you know, and you almost... Uh, Is that why I walked home a lot? No, you almost think, I hope he, I'll say he instead of she, hope he doesn't get the ball again, you know, just for them, you know. Uh, and I think that's very difficult because what, what do mothers always say? Oh, you played a great game, you know, and we all do that. And, you know, you're not going to say, golly, you were terrible out there. <laughs> but, you know, that I think that that could be a whole program. It How really do parents could, deal with be, that yeah. when it is a, maybe a slaughter? Because we're fixers. And, we're fixers. Yeah. Moms are fixers. You know, now I won't say that I was always like, oh, you did so great. There were times that I've been like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there could have been some improvement. Um, but I do think, I think that that's, I mean, you know, true. You want to be able to, to fix things when they fail. And a lot of times you got to release and just let them fail. But when do you right. say that on the ride home when they are right. just, you know, sometimes in tears, mm-hmm. you know. You don't want to go, and, congratulations, you're growing right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe they're taking that last shot, you know, at the buzzer, and it just flies and doesn't even hit anything, you know. Yeah. And I, I, it's very difficult. I'm not mm-hmm. sure I did the right thing, you know, or wrong thing. But how do you all handle that? Well, I know I watched, I know with Tommy, he's had some many, many moments to celebrate. And believe me, I did. My husband would call me Mike Wazowski because I would jump up and down like from Monsters, (laughs) Inc. But um, the moments where it didn't go, the outcome was not what he wanted. And... I learned from him that I needed to just let him be. And then sometimes he would come to me later to to talk about it and um, to just let him feel it. Because like you said, Jenny, I wanted to go fix it. Okay, what's wrong? Let's talk through it. There's growth. You're going to learn. But 
I learned after he reminded me, he was always nice about it, just to give me a minute. Yeah. I think that makes a big difference to be able to, to give them some space. Um, I, I was, when I was coaching, I had a player once come to me and I used to let them go home with their parents early in my career because I would say, okay, they need to get home, do their homework. I'm going to let them ride home. It's going to be quicker. And I had a player come to me and say, Hey, can you make us ride the bus home? Um, because I, I need a break from my parents in the car. Uh, it, it, once they, once I get home, they'll be fine. But I just, um, I need, I need my, my dad to breathe. Um, so if you would, would you, and I, so I'm like, you know, that makes sense. So we started writing and it was the best decision I made as far as our team chemistry and our bonding. We go as a team, we come back as a team Mm -hmm. and it worked out really, really well for that because it did give a chance for parents to breathe and, and, and get that perspective, shall we say, so that it was a little healthier conversation when they got in. And and so you got to be careful because when you do get in the car, you feel like that is a safe place and. Um, that car ride home, I love that you brought that, that point up, Jobel, because that's really in, important to be able to, because that, that can be um, defining moments. It really can because emotions are sometimes high. All right, Kyra? Yeah, I, I'm still learning. I'm still learning because my 11-year-old, I mean, she's the one that's in playing competitive sports right now. Um, I will say something we've just started talking about is on these longer rides when we're traveling to Kansas City or we're traveling where there's a significant ride home. Um, I think most of our kids have some sort of technology. Um, and so um, she doesn't have a phone or anything, but like an iPad to watch a movie on. We've we've started saying no, no iPads. Like we're not, not only are we not going to talk about it, but we're not going to sulk and we're not going to go and be completely by ourselves. And so, you know, that was something we did in college. Mm-hmm. That was something we did in high school. And I thought, well, if it was good enough for me then, then it's good enough for an 11-year-old. So I think that's something I'm learning is not only what we do say but and don't say, but what we're allowing them to do on the ride home is important. Right. So. And, and like Amy said, they'll come to you when they're ready. They'll come mm-hmm. to you and they'll talk to you. I think that's really important. Just for the record, it was not Kyra that came to me about that. I better say that because I love your parents. They already beat me to it. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> yeah, no, your parents are fantastic. So. Um, I, I think it's just really important to, to, to watch, to let them fail, to let them go through that, but then also, got, you know, help guide them. Be, you know, be their advocate for them and, and encourage them through that time. But um, sometimes that, that is definitely, definitely growth. Um, well, a great thing for a mother to say is, well, what are you going to do next time? You right. know, what, what are you going to do differently? Oh, yeah, that's good. And maybe that can, you know, help a little bit. Right, right. What are you going to do about it? You know, and and I think it's always a good time. I mean, my kids loved it when I would talk about controllables because, you know, that's the coach mentality is controllables. Well, I mean, what you're upset about, you know, do you have control over it? If you do, then get to work. If you don't, then let it go. It's wasted energy. And so there was oftentimes talk about that whenever they would finally, you know, come to me and ask what's going on. I would give them the controllables talk and then they'd be like, fine, coach. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to we're going to take our final break. Um, I want to thank Highland Dairy again for sponsoring this segment, along with Greg and Melinda Burnett, as they support local and thoughtful radio. We have Joe Bell Hopper here, Kyra Dorch and Amy Pinnaker. We're talking to sport mamas right here on A Coach's Perspective.
Perspective. I'm Penny Hopkins, and this segment is sponsored by Bill Grant Ford in Bolivar. They know cars, they know trucks, they know SUVs, and they know how to keep their customers happy and loyal. I've been one of them for over 25 years. Kelly Grant, Shane Rainey, give those guys a call. They will do a coast-to-coast search and find exactly what you're looking for. And bonus, it'll be in your price range. Give them a call at 417-326-7671. I also want to thank West Logging for sponsoring this segment. Go to westlogging.com. You can contact Danny West for a free consultation. He's going to treat your land like his own. And thank you so much to Greg, Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance. Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance has been with us since day one. So thank you so much um, for their support as well. So I have Joe Bell Hopper here. I have Kyra Dorch and Amy Pinnegar. And we are talking sport mamas uh, we are talking about you know parenting at the, at the youth level at the high school level at the college level um, and we've, we've talked a little bit um, kind of about watching our kids fail and how we can help them grow um, you know I want to talk a little bit about is there any gender difference do you, you know I'm going to ask um, Amy first uh, you know you what you have um, you have two boys you have two girls mm-hmm. what is the difference is there a di- is there a difference maybe there's not a difference is there a difference between um, sport parenting boys and girls well i actually think it's more of a difference maybe a little bit but i they're really just different just individually um i almost feel like i respond to each of them different in whatever game or meal is the youngest and she wants to keep up with everybody so i might respond to her differently than Lincoln versus Tommy. Tommy's very competitive. Um, I, I, I think it's more of just an individual. I don't see as much of a difference in our family. They would probably mm-hmm. say that we're harder on one versus the other, but <laughs> I don't really see that. I think it's the individual child is a little bit different. Yeah. I see differences. I love that point because, you know, as coaches, we talk a lot about differentiated motivation with your athletes, you know, get to know your athletes, what motivates them. Um, and as as parents, you kind of have to do the same thing. You got to respect their the individualism and, and be able to to try and and guide them along the way with each individual. That's mm-hmm. a great answer. Who wants to try to top that? Kyra has two girls. Um, well, we could count Jared. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Jared's wonderful, wonderful man, good husband. <laughs> so yeah, you had two boys and a girl. My daughter was as tough as my boys, you oh, know, you and, and the boys are probably listening. But I'm holding uh, up a cue card, too. <laughs> I think one thing that helped make Jenny the player was her older brother, who he played her like it was a professional game, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, there were elbows flying, and, and you know, she was flying, and, <laughs> and I would... Uh, it, you had to just walk away sometimes. <laughs> Jeff was nicer. He would play her a good game. But he'd be a little nicer about it, I think. <laughs> but and I think that helped make her a better player. As far as reacting differently at their ball games or anything, I really didn't see any different. You know. Yeah, it, that's good. Because you know, I, I think, was, yeah, I think you're right. And I think, I mean, I think the point that Amy makes about each individual mm-hmm. is what's different. I think that makes that makes a difference for sure. Um, you know, Amy, you've also got to watch your husband coach your kids. Mm-hmm. How is um, how is that for you? Well, That's and I'm not bag. just saying this. I'm, no, I'm not just saying this. And he would agree. I say this all the time. He, Tad is the best coach I know. And he is great with 
coaching girls. He coached a little Mila's team, put together a little middle school team to get them introduced and did an exceptional job. And, and of course, he coached Lincoln, started with them in kindergarten with basketball and did the same with Tommy. And he is exceptional. Um, he's kind, encouraging, and then he also challenges and expects a lot of them and to give their very best, but he's exceptional. Good. All right. I think that that is a mixed bag sometimes with spouses um, because you never know um, how that's uh, how that's going to roll. So. And he's very competitive. He, right. would, he would say I'm more competitive, but he does like to win, and he knows how to and win, he's too. And he was a college athlete, you know. Right. It's ingrained in him as But he's well. really good. He can stay calm and still try and win <laughs> <laughs> and have fun. <laughs> um, Kyra, I want to ask, um, I want to start with you on this question because I think this is something parents struggle with. I've, sh- I've struggled with it. I know that, um, you know, we talked earlier about how we want to fix things all the time. We want to make sure that, you know, they're having a great experience and everything is just, you know, sunshine and rainbows all the time, which it is not. Um, Let's talk about enabling versus supporting. And having that guidance um, and and validate that it's hard. It is hard sometimes to not enable and to not just go in there and and help them. But how do you do that? How, How can we be better at supporting um, our, our athletes and not enabling because you've been a coach too so you've seen other parents that have enabled and how that has not helped athletes yeah I, I think my oldest daughter would probably say I well not probably she would absolutely say that I veer towards the anti-enabler <laughs> um, <laughs> I definitely I know this is a Mother's Day show and we're talking <laughs> about mother or being sports moms but um, my mind and my mentality is still for better or worse, coach first. And so um, I think, you know, first off, we had a conversation and when she kind of got old enough to have that conversation of here's what we will allow and here's what we won't. And we just started off that way because it is such a sensitive subject to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we said, we won't ever, we won't ever listen to you criticize your coach. We won't ever listen to you criticize a teammate. We won't ever, and we went through just very clearly what is not acceptable and doing that up front I I have an advantage because I am a coach um, because I've seen it I know not everybody has that advantage from the get-go but wherever you're at in that process I would say do it now clearly verbalize what is acceptable what is productive for you as an athlete and what is not and we kind of just always refer back to that if we feel like we're getting away from it. And I'm going to have to say, hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Hold yourself accountable. If you're going to tell you know your child you know to to not um, complain about the coach, not complain about the officials, not complain about other teammates or opponents, or be unsportsmanlike, you got to you got to be able to walk that walk yourself as a parent and be able to to role model that. And that's that's the hard part sometimes. And be open if your kid calls you out on it because you've had that conversation. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh-huh. so mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how difficult that is sometimes on the ride home, you want to say, well, it wasn't really your fault, but it was, you know, so-and-so's. Yeah. So, and that's, I think, a mother would want to do that, which is right. not good. Right, um, and it, And I think that, you know, kids always know, you know, we, we talk about, um, for example, playing time, you know, which is, is something that's always a hot topic with, with parents, but... You know, oftentimes the, the kids know where they should be playing. They're in practice every day. They're in the locker room. They're watching the films. They're they're there. They know that they they should know their role on the team. Um, 
sometimes the parents are getting a snapshot at games and, and keep that in mind um, before you make any kind of judgments. And I think one of the best things that I see, I see the writing on the wall for your kids. I mean, if they're having a trouble with a coach, um, you're going to have them address it. Um, and I think that's extremely important. Let them start advocating as early as they can and start advocating for themselves. It's their experience. Yeah, I remind them I've never not played a player or played a player based on what their parents told me. Right. Um, it was going to be who well, helped my team win. So if my child want to put that on repeat, feel, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if they feel like they're not getting what they deserve in practice, that I can promise their their coaches, it, they're not showing them what they need to see. So, yeah, yeah, it's fun at our house. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to get away with anything. Anything, but it is so true, and it's hard to not jump in and and be able to make an excuse for them, or you know. But it, it's got to be their experience. It's got to be their experience, and they've got to try to advocate. Now, if they, you feel like they're in an unhealthy situation, I've got to give a disclaimer here. You feel like they're in an unhealthy situation; it's starting to affect their mental health. But get involved. I, as a coach, I would want to know if one of my players was was going through something like that. So. I mean, communicate, and, and they can all maybe try to get on the same page to make the experience more beneficial. Um, all right, how do, you, how do you release on that note? How do you release um, to your, your child, to a coach, and say, here, it is your experience? How do you, I mean, it's easier said than done. We're sitting in a radio studio talking about this. How do you actually implement that? I actually, I can give an example that taught me. Um, so this was Tommy's last. A season it was a summer and we were at a tournament in Omaha and I remember it was one of the games I think and for whatever reason we lost but I could tell his coach thought he, he felt like he could have done something different so he was upset after the game but he ended up going to talk to his coach and they figured it out but then when he came out as I was waiting before going to get something to eat he said I want to go get shots up so I said okay so we found a kind of like a recreational center in Omaha, and I have booties on and jeans, <laughs> and he said, rebound. We didn't talk at all. He just told me what he was going to do. So he talked to the coach. He didn't tell me what the coach said. I waited. And then his way of, even though I wanted to ask, right. so that's why I'm practicing still. I wanted to know. Um, that was his way of, he went and did it, and then we went and kind of got it out by me rebounding. That's typically my job. Right. It's good therapy for him. Uh-huh. And how difficult is it, mothers, to keep your mouth shut? <laughs> very difficult. That was very mothers hard. Mothers and fathers. I want to ask how hard is it? Yes, for sure. It's hard. <laughs> it is. It's really, really hard. Um, all right, so a little bit of a pivot. Um, this is something that I think is, is catching on, and I don't like it. Um, I, I wasn't going to tell you how I feel about it, but spoiler alert, I don't like it. Um, there, are, there are parents that, that sometimes will pay their children. Um, to score a certain amount of points or to have a certain amount of, a, you know, statistical category, right? Um, be, and they feel like they're motivating them, right? I'm going to motivate them because money is motivating. Um, but really, they're chipping away at their intrinsic motivation when they do this. I mean, psychologically, you are chipping away at that. So what are your thoughts on, on paying children to... Uh, perform better and putting a, a dollar amount on their performance. Uh, I already know how my mom feels because um, I only got like a quarter every time I <laughs> emptied the dishwasher. So, <laughs> or, Which wasn't often enough. <laughs> right. Now, does Auntie's count? 
Andy's count. Andy's you as know, a treat if you were sure, are working sure. hard or you get in there on deep for effort. Yeah, for effort. If you yeah. see a different effort, effort. Ours are motivated. Some of them, I won't mention who, <laughs> by a treat at Andy's if the effort was there. And effort. sometimes we'll ask them. I do ask that if they what they thought of their effort. Yeah, but I don't believe in that. But they do like because you don't want to or you know reward or, or pay them for what they should be doing anyway. You know right. you shouldn't be. Um, I mean, you know, I'm sure Kyra makes her daughters go home and plow the, you know, plow the garden and pick weeds. No, I'm kidding, Kyra. <laughs> just kidding. I should, though. You know, <laughs> I just gave her an idea. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. girls. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say one thing that we haven't really touched on, too. Or I, I remember parents coming out of ball games just screaming about the officials. And so then all of a sudden it's, it's in the child's mind that, well, it was called wrong. You know, I didn't do that. And I think that's really important. I don't think we have mentioned officials. We have, you know, other team members and everything. But Right. Yes. Be nice to the stripes. There's yeah. <laughs> there's my disclaimer. <laughs> Respect. But yes. No, it's very important. And and I wouldn't let my players complain about the officials. Um, they, the officials didn't, they didn't make their turnovers. They didn't miss shots. Um, you, you know, they didn't make the mistakes. And so, um they will sometimes have an error in judgment, and of course, you know, if they're working hard, we're going to roll with it. But but athletes can't use them as an excuse. That is, um, that's something that is not a good accountability. No, not at all. We we that is an, included in our talk of what's acceptable or unacceptable. And I can think it all day in my head as a coach, and as a mom sometimes. But mm-hmm. it, it's going to stay inside. Yep. Yeah. I think that makes that definitely makes me difference. So, your opinion on uh, paying players? Um, I think I've made it known in our household that I dislike that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it may have happened in our household. Um, I I think uh, I you know with my daughter we did that one time, and by we I mean my husband um, <laughs> did that one time, and I think it showed her what she was capable of if she really wanted to um i think if you do anything for motivation whether it be andy's or money or whatever it is um one time to prove a point maybe it's harmless if it's a consistent practice um i think that maybe you should reconsider (laughs) right and you know a celebration is different than Mm -hmm. paying um like holding them accountable to a statistical category especially in a team sport you know this is kind of where we're but you know god andrews let's celebrate it was a good game great effort i you know that that's great um but but just be careful throwing out the the dimes and quarters and well okay probably dollar bills and so forth a lot more than that now um you know i think as we as we kind of wrap this show of of, of sports moms um if you had advice for a younger mom that's that's getting involved in in athletics and maybe they weren't an athlete themselves um maybe they weren't somebody that um was was involved or you know like Kyra was an athlete and a coach and is now a sports mom tell what kind of advice would you have um what would you wish you would have known back then that you know now i'll I'll start with our wise our wise one here the on the panel <laughs> well they didn't have sports for women when I was growing up you know even in high school there was not uh, and so I really didn't have any experience myself so you know I really need to go along with what these ladies say because 
but you were a great sports mom. Um, I mean, you were. You, I'll, t- I'll tell you, probably one of the biggest things that I got from you was um, nutrition and how important it was to always make sure um, that that it was good nutrition. And sometimes I'm guilty of my kids who were eating, you know, concession stand food for dinner. Um, but but I think nutrition is probably where I would guess some of your biggest advice would be. Well, I also had more time because, you know, I wasn't working back when you all were smaller. It started later. And so that makes a difference, too. Time today, things are just quite a bit different today, you know. Most mothers work full-time today. And so, again, uh, what I said in the beginning of the show, uh, get organized. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Because anyone that knows me knows I'm not the most organized person in the world. And you have to be. You know, with the schedules today. That's true. Great advice. Amy? Um, Well, I would go back. If I could go back, I would probably, or I would say to the new mom, just enjoy the moments. And don't maybe try and be the fixer, because I've done that. I've made the mistakes. I've also gotten that competitiveness has come out to me, and it's not my game. It's not my sport. It's theirs and truly let them have it let them have the moment support them keep those thoughts in my head when it's so if I could go back and do over a lot of that and just enjoy it my husband's very good at saying Amy just enjoy these moments enjoy them even wins losses practices chaos getting everywhere just enjoy it it goes and there's no perfect and it's okay you know if there's a night when you're eating concession stand food (laughs) it's okay and then the night you try and provide a meal you know and it's okay it's all right it'll be all right that's right yeah i love that yeah um i i think probably what i wish i would have known a few years ago because i'm still early in this process is that they are listening they are hearing they are taking in more than you think so whether that's positive or negative i don't have to say it over and over um if i'm giving them positive feedback they're getting it even if they're not like thanks mom i appreciate that yeah um or if i'm saying even something small like a what seems like a small innocent comment that's negative they are hearing that more and taking it in more than I think. So just that the words matter, and um, when you have something to say that's important, you can say it, and just trust that whatever um, needs to be communicated, the kids are a lot smarter and intuitive, and they take it in Mm -hmm. more than you think. Mm -hmm. That's great advice. Mm -hmm. My goodness. I hope hope some of you are writing this down. That's pretty good stuff. (laughs) Kyra, thank you so much for being here again. I always love having you on my show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for making me look smart for four years, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you being here. And, Amy, it was a, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Oh, Thank you it was a pleasure. I, it was, I enjoyed being here and listening to all the wonderful advice. I learned a lot today as well, so. Thank you for having me. We'll come back anytime, anytime. And guess what? I get to publicly say it before my brothers. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) Well, thank (laughs) you. (laughs) Thanks for being here, Joe Bellhopper. Um, I always love having you on the show. Thank you. I love being here. And I want to thank um, Springfield Yard Carts for also sponsoring this segment. Um, If you want to, you got graduations coming up, go to sgfyardcards.com. Birthdays, anything you want to celebrate, they will make that happen for you. Let's move into our post-game talk. Our post-game talk is sponsored by Story Construction. Story, S-T-O-R-E-E dot com. 
find out more about their high-quality service and high-quality satisfaction. Call Story Construction for your next project. Um, and don't forget, you can always go to a coachesperspective.com and find show lineups um, and all the information that you need. Um, next week, we're going to have another sports panel. If you want to give a shout-out to a sports mom, um, email me at a coachesperspective at gmail.com. You can also go to the website and, and contact me through that. We'll give them a shout-out on the air next week, and let's show some love to our mothers these these two shows um, as we have the bookends around Mother's Day. Now for our post-game talk. All right, uh, it's true. Sports mom make a difference. Uh, when I think of, of my mom in the stands, it was something that I took for granted. It was always just as much a part of my experience as making shots or, or whatever it is that we, we did. Either missing shots, making shots, um, hitting home runs, or getting thrown out. She was always in the stands. Moms are so supportive and they are proud. Everyone out there is thinking of their mom or a mother figure that you had that meant a lot to you in sports and how they enhanced your experience. I mean, there doesn't have to be a standard sports mom. Some quietly watch and love you unconditionally no matter the outcome of your performance. Some sweat intensely as they cheer and watch and they still love you unconditionally no matter the outcome of your performance. Some are a mixture of both, but the key is they love you unconditionally no matter the outcome of your performance. See, the thing is that you are born into a team. You are born into a place in the lineup, and that will never change in a mom's heart. You are on their team for life, and as they are concerned about you as a champion, on the field, on the court, on the course, and in their heart, you are always a winner with them. Thank your mothers. Thank those mother figures that you have had in your life. Be grateful for them and remember them just as much as your sports experience did. Thank you to my mom, Jo Bell, and thank you to Haley, Joe, and Hayden for the memories of being a sports mom myself. They will always be my human champions. And that's how champions do it. As I remind you, each and every week, be a good human and live your life like a champion. Live like a human champion. This is Jenny Hopkins. This has been A Coach's Perspective. Advertise, and they take great pictures. Too. Visit sgfyardcards.com and order your signs today.